Hey there, welcome back, and thanks for joining us at the Getting More Great Customers podcast. My name's David Taman, and I'm here with my team to help restaurant owners and managers like you learn a little more about what you can and should be doing to make sure the most amount of people know about your incredible restaurant. As always, our team starts off assuming you already have great food and a well-trained and customer-friendly staff. You know how to serve up a great experience. We trust you with all of that. But our goal is to help you to be aware of some simple things you can be doing to make sure people actually know about you. We don't want the people in your area to miss out on your great food, and we don't want you to miss out on getting more great customers. On the last episode, we talked about important things not to do to try to quick fix your online reputation, including some things that can actually make the situation much worse. We also started talking in a bit more detail about the three pillars of a successful Get Chosen reputation management campaign. Review quantity, review quality, and review frequency. Now a brief note that's important to consider as we go forward talking about developing a reputation management plan for your restaurant. Sometimes people on your restaurant's team will feel like the responsibility of reputation management belongs to someone else. But the truth is, everyone needs to be aware of what can be done to improve and maintain a good reputation. We're not just playing offense against bad reviews that are already there, right? We're playing defense too. And with a defensive approach to reputation management, the goal is to prevent the spread of negative or inaccurate information about your restaurant. You're protecting your reputation. And this part of it absolutely takes into account things like customer service and even image monitoring, that is knowing what others are saying about you online. When you're in the offense, your approach is to take actions that directly take part in, lead, and control the conversations around your brand. Both an offense and defense approach are key for a full Get Chosen Reputation Management campaign. All right, so now let's go into the details of how each of those key pillars we talked about last time gets you more and better customers. As we talk through them, take note of any thoughts that come to mind as to how you can apply what you're hearing to your business practices. So let's start with a deep dive on the pillar of review quantity. Why does the quantity of reviews matter? Apart from just knowing that it affects the search engine algorithms that decide which restaurants Google thinks your customers are looking for, and that is important, when someone has found your review pages and they're looking at it, why does the amount of reviews matter to the customer then? Where does their brain go? Well, they want to know that a place they're considering going offers something worth discussing. If people aren't writing any reviews about a place, it can be a pretty reasonable logical conclusion that there's a reason for that. An unflattering reason. Many people are just going to conclude that the business is either very new or just not worth talking about. Consider how you shop online. If you discover a product or business with 15 reviews, and then you see a similar one with 1,500 reviews, both with the same 4.5 star rating, what would you think about the options? A lot of people will think that it's probably pretty easy to get 15 friends to review a restaurant, but hundreds or even thousands of reviews mean the reviews are more likely to be genuine and reflect actual experiences. More reviews make a high rating more believable. When time is short and a customer is looking to make a quick decision, most customers would almost always choose the one with 1,500 reviews without a second thought. People want to make sure that more than just your parents, grandparents, siblings, and aunts and uncles, or your kids, have good things to say about you. So, how many reviews do you need? And where do you need them? Those two questions go together because you need more reviews in some places than others. The answer for you depends on your competition and which review sites are most popular in your area. So, for your last homework assignment, 
you're invited to check out some of your local competitors online. Now, if one of your competitors is part of a national chain, it's very likely that their review numbers will be incredibly high. It's a combination of name recognition, as well as that the fact that many of those chains have a system where they're regularly seeking after reviews and feedback. While you can look at those stats often as a reach goal, sometimes it can be more helpful to look at other local privately owned restaurants who generally begin on the same foot as you, especially those that offer a similar style of food as you. Who has more reviews? How many more? How do the number of reviews relate to how long the restaurant's been there? When it comes to where you're looking, by far the most important, as of when we're publishing this, is Google and Facebook. Other locations like Yelp, TripAdvisor, OpenTable, Zomato, and others are also worth being familiar with. But the efforts results ratio will be best in your favor if you start by focusing on Google reviews and Facebook reviews. You can then spread outward from there. Here's another reason why quantity matters. Not only is it easier for bad reviews to get lost in a sea of better reviews, but the more reviews you have, the harder it is for a single bad review to tank your average score. Consider this. If your target star review rating is a 4-star average, it takes three 5-star reviews to counteract a single 1-star review. If your target is 4.5 stars, it takes seven 5-star reviews to counteract a 1-star review. Think about that for a moment. If you have a large amount of reviews, and most of them are good, the few bad experiences won't make much of a difference. But if it's a small number of reviews, a single bad review can be devastating and cause your average score, the score being advertised as representing your quality, to crumble. So with that, here's more homework, which will lead into what we'll be talking about in our next episode. On Google and Facebook, take a look at not only how many total reviews you have, but how they're distributed. How many do you have on average in a day, in a week, in a month? Going back, were there any noticeable changes in that pattern? If so, can you think of anything that was done differently during those periods of time? On our next episode, we're directly going to talk about review frequency, the second pillar in your Getting Chosen Reputation campaign. Again, if you haven't already, you get a free in-depth analysis of your online reputation by going to www.moregreatcustomers.com slash free report. That's www.moregreatcustomers.com slash free report. There's a lot of great information in there that will help you on the road to getting more customers to choose your restaurant. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time.